Hey friends, welcome to Financial Fixer. I'm your host, Amanda Delaney. This podcast is for women who are sick and tired of being sick and tired. This is the place where we get real and talk about our money even when it's hard. I help women step out in courage, take control of their money, and build the confidence to take the ultimate journey to financial independence. In this show, I share my best nuggets from the framework I used to get my own shit together and clean up my money mess. These systems and strategies are the same when I work with my one-to-one clients and community members. We practice daily practical and actionable habits that may seem tiny but have mighty results. So if you're ready to get excited about your money and turn your confusion into clarity and maybe even get a little triggered into getting your ass in gear, listen up because your future matters. What's up, gorgeous? Welcome back to the show. Thank you so much for joining me again at Financial Fix Her Podcast. I'm so happy you are here. I'm just gonna jump right in. Today we are gonna talk about setting the destination. Life is a journey, money is a journey. We don't just set one destination and we're like, ah, I've arrived, right? No, we set the next destination. So what we're doing is we are setting the next destination in our financial journey. And if you are in debt, this podcast is for you because this is where we are going to dig up debt so that we can ditch it. Okay, I may have gone through this a couple times in other podcasts and some of my live webinars if you've ever attended, but this is, I'm not going to stop talking about this. This is going to be repeated over and over again. How important the awareness around where we stand, we just don't have a choice. We have got to know what's going on. And the only way we can know and really put our thumb on the pulse and be in control, finally take the wheel and gain control of our finances is to know exactly how much debt we have and exactly what our net worth is, which I went through in session one, and exactly how much money is coming in and how much is going out, which I went through in session two, right? So we're, we're walking through these steps together so that we can get to the next level in our finances, really ultimately become financially independent. That's what we all want here. So the next step is to dig up our debt, find out how much is go- is there, and, and so we can start tackling it and crushing it. So this one's called, let's set the next destination and talk about debt. All right, enjoy. I don't wanna waste your time and or my time. Um, so today is, uh, let, before I go into what today is about, let me first introduce myself, okay? I'm the financial fixer, I'm Amanda Delaney. I've been doing this um, master budgeting stuff and this helping women get their finances in order really since September of 2020. I, was, uh, I had started doing con- some consulting and some helping with personal finance back in November of 2019, but I hadn't really legitimately started my business and got serious. And I really wasn't showing up yet online um, the way that I am now. So really September 8th was when I kind of went live and said, hey, this is what I'm here to help you with. And that's when I really started helping other women with creating options in their lives. So that's what I do is I say, okay, what are the, what's the circumstances? What's the situation? Where's your mindset? Why do, why do we feel this way about money? Why do we have this relationship with money? What's going on there in our personal lives and in our past and so on to kind of like get to the root of what 
is really happening with our, our finances, right? So it's not all about just getting on a budget. So I had a question in the group earlier about, you know, what do I do? How do I start? Where do I start? Right. And th this is the knee jerk reaction that most financial gurus or master budgeters would say is you need to get on a written budget that you're tracking and you're, you know, doing your thing like you're you're checking every box every day of what you're doing with your money. Right. You need to track your money. That's the knee jerk reaction. That's the response. That's what we need to be doing. That is what I teach. However, I don't want to start there. We can't start there because that does not sustain. It does not last. The reason it doesn't last is because we have to get to the core of why we want to get our finances in order. Yes, you know, the whole cliche, find your why, blah, blah, blah. But there's so much to it than that, like more than just like, oh, my reason why is my kids. For me, I don't want to burden my kids with, you know, my past mistakes, with my health. There's a lot of things that... Um, you know, that I don't want to do to my children. I don't want them to see me go through. I don't want them to see me die young and so on. Right. So, and I want to leave a legacy. I want to rewrite my legacy, which I am. Right. So um, that is, that is my why. And that's the thing that keeps me up at night. That's the thing that breaks my heart. If I think about, if I don't do this, if I did not get out of that six figures in debt, it broke my heart to consider not fixing that problem, not ending that, not taking control of that, not having money confidence, not knowing where my money is coming from and where it's going and where it's been and where it's going to be, not understanding how my money can compound and work for me, um, not taking a profit. Yeah, you know, we're all working to make a livelihood, right? And bring in money. Most of us are, are bringing in money in our household. And if we're not, we're managing that money. What I'm here to show you how to do is to generate profit out of that money. And I'm not just talking about investing and making a return on your investment, right? Which that's one side of it. I don't teach that. I teach you how to get a profit out of your finances by purely fixing your behavior, okay? And I'm not talking about changing habits. I've said this before. I don't believe in changing a habit. Why? Because they're nearly impossible to uproot. When something becomes a habit, it's something that we do almost subconsciously, like we don't even realize we're doing it, okay? That's a habit. That's because it's a re repeated behavior that's happened for a certain period of time over and over again that's now become a habit, and a habit is nearly subconscious usually, such as brushing your teeth, washing your hair, putting deodorant on, those little things that you do every day, looking left and right before you cross the street. It's a habit something you've done over and over again. It's been instilled in you since you were a child. So I'm not going to sit here and say, we need to change your habits. You got to stop doing that. That's not going to work. So what I do is I give new behaviors and reasons to repeat those behaviors. And once those behaviors have been repeated for so long, they become new habits. And when you have new habits, you, you, um, Take away the space for those old habits that don't serve you. There's no more space for those, those old habits because the new ones are now becoming rooted. So thank you so much for being here.
I really love doing this and I like that I've split this up into once a week so that I don't burn out. I'm not burnt out yet. I'm actually loving this because I'm just kind of like doing it in chunks and then giving myself an opportunity to follow up with, answer questions and let people, you know, come to me if they want the templates and so on. So that goes that goes into my housekeeping here. So again, I've introduced myself to you, Amanda Delaney, the financial fixer. I'm here to help you get confident with your money and to grow wealth in a healthy, sustainable, lasting way. Call to action, CTA. Invite your friends. Come on, come on. If you are loving this and you see value and you can think of one of your girlfriends that is like maybe needing a support system, an accountability partner, I'm that girl. And, and maybe you should be that girl to her and invite her. Family members, girlfriends, all the things, the ones that you feel are needing a system like this and accountability, invite them. That would be awesome because the more you do that, the more we can spread the word and we can help so many more transform their lives, right? So um, also reach out to me, please. Um, if you have any questions, also I do share templates in these trainings. Um, I am more than happy to send you the template um, for any of these trainings. Let's recap session one. So session one was know your net worth. I threw that into my system because really that's the first place to start. That's the place where you find yourself on the map. You know if you are at a positive or a negative net worth, where you need to go. Um, it, it gives you a place to start. That doesn't necessarily mean, um, say if you're at a negative net worth and you're 22 years old, you're in a much better position than someone that's at a negative net worth, same amount, say your negative $15,000 net worth because you've got debt and so on and you don't own a home and this and that, right? And it all your assets and your liabilities, they, they plus minus out to 15,000 negative, right? And you're 23 years old. Your net worth picture blueprint is going to look a little different than someone's that's 43, right? So, so there's a 43 year old that has a negative net worth of $15,000. There's a different picture there. That doesn't mean that one's worse off than the other necessarily, right? It just means that one person is going to have a lot more time to make up that deficit, right? And one person has got to really get their ass in gear. And that's just an example um, all of our scenarios and in, in income levels and all of those things and partners and things that we have going on in our fi financial lives are different. Okay. So, and that's also what I try to teach you is that, you know, whatever it is today, just as long as you know, and you're aware of whatever that is today, you're in a much better position because now you have a place where you're like, okay, I'm right here on the map. Boom. X I've found myself. Now I need to just decide where I'm going to go. So the next step is session two, which is finding your monthly money margins. So I'm going to go back to this in the next session, session four, because this is going to be building the foundation and creating your, your budget. Um, because what we did was we took a picture of what it is that you are really supposed to be spending your money on, which is a lot of your fixed expenses. Some of that stuff is variable, but a lot of it is, you know, just taking a look at the things that, that, are planned to be spending. But what that doesn't take into account is your variable spending. So for instance, what I went into in session two was say you have a $500 
left over, left to budget because you've got your income, all of your expenses are laid out, you, and then your, your, your minimum debt payments, and then you've got $500 left, right? Based on that, you know, writing down all of that information and doing the math, okay? But say you should have $500 left, but you really are living check to check. What's the difference there? What's happening? That means that we've got probably a behavioral issue or there's something that's missing. We don't know what's being coming out of our, our checking account. We don't know what's being charged to our credit card. We're making more payments on our credit card and paying high interest. There's other things that are taking place, which is going to be, again, addressed in the next session, which is journaling. I know you guys hate this so much writing it down because that's really where the juice is at. That's where the rubber meets the road for real. Okay. Session three is today. Uh, we are going to ditch our debt. I'm going to really quick go through some templates and I'm going to actually, this right here is literally the real true. I've been carrying this with me since I found it. Like, I don't know when I found it, but less than a year ago, I found this in my stuff you know, decluttering. And I was like, this is one of the original lists of my debts, but I'm going to, I'm going to actually go through these numbers with you for training purposes today. Ditch your debt. The other thing too, is if you don't have any debt and you're watching this, this system can and will work for you as well. So not only are we going to talk about ditching debt, but we're also going to talk about sinking funds. Sinking funds are saving for those big things, right? I was talking to someone earlier that has a son. So medical bills, right? So medical bills is, is something that we should have a sinking fund for because we may have special needs, medical needs in the household, right? Or 20% down payment for a home. That's a sinking fund. That's something that's big that we're wanting to save for. That's a goal. So we're not just like digging up debt so that we can ditch it today because because I'm just what we're doing is we're goal setting and we're planning. OK, so if saving for things is what you're here for, we can also do this with this with this system. I will try to try to keep checking to see if anybody's asking any questions. So this is literally um, digital of what I did down on paper. OK. So um, when I first started my debt payoff um, program, my own you know, steps, I wrote everything down because uh, I just needed to see it in print. So I do suggest doing that. I suggest doing that before you even use these templates because it's just something that will help you to click, you know, and to like to feel accomplished in the process and to know that you're, you're very aware and just become super aware of what it is that's going on. Um, it helps a lot to write things down. So I always recommend that. And then of course, using these templates so that you can save and that you can, you know, track and go from there. Right. So this is just a simple form that I use with uh, clients and freebie members to break down the debt. Okay. So I'm going to use my debt as an example. Um, my car loan back in November of 20. Now this is the, the last, like the, the original of like the first time that
that I wrote things down that I recall. I think that I wrote my debts down before this um, because I had some other debts that I do remember that I had paid off. So, but because this is um, factual, I'm using this example. I do believe I was in more than six figures in debt before this time. Um, so anyways, but this is the original of, of the time that I started documenting my debts, okay? So my car outstanding balance was 27,491.90, okay? And my student loan debt total was 64,714. Um, That's what really got me, okay? And oh, by the way, this was when I started tracking my student loan debt and this was not the original loans. The original loans when I first started was 47,000. And if you'd like me to show you that in detail, I can right now, I have before in some of these trainings um, to actually show you how much I ended up paying in debt. By the time I was done paying all my debt off within six years from the time that I started, I paid almost a, a few hundred dollars short of $80,000 for a $47,000 original loan. Yeah, I know, it's a lot. I know you're probably gasping. So let's see, I had, okay, my car loan, my Achieva credit card. So I believe that was a MasterCard. So that's 27, 18, 58. Again, this is just for you to use as a, as a guide. Um, I had a JCPenney card. This was furniture loan, I can just put it here. My JCPenney card was 24. This was all furniture. And I know that I spent more than that on furniture. So this is not the original amount. I definitely paid more on that prior to this amount, this date. Fortunately, never got into the timeshare thing. And then I had a Capital One card. I'll just put that under Visa, doesn't really matter. So 15, 61, 27. Okay. This was my total debt, which I haven't set this up. I'll fix this before I give it to anybody, but this was my total debt. Okay. And now I don't remember what my minimum payments were, but I suggest that you put your minimum payments in here um, because when you start to get out of debt, you're going to be paying your minimums on everything except for the debt that you're paying down more of each month, right? So say for instance, um, this, this card has a 25.99% interest rate, okay? But this card has a 9%, 9.99%, right? You would be tempted to keep this card opened and not pay it down because you, you feel like you should pay this one down, kind of like an avalanche, right? Um, that's not always the case because what we do is we get like tiny wins when we see traction quickly, right? I mean, we're human. When we see results, quick results and things happening faster for us, what does that do? It builds momentum, right? So the way that my program works is I say, no, we're going to pay that visa first. That's the first thing that's going to go. So if you have an extra $500 in your budget, uh, to pay towards that visa, we're going to hit that visa. Now, in some cases, there might be a personal loan, like if you owe someone personal money, 
you owe them $15,000, right? Say you owe your stepdad $15,000 and that, you know, Thanksgiving dinners and Christmases don't feel the same. They feel yucky because you owe this money to somebody. You're in this partnership with them because you owe them money, right? So we may be putting more, chunking more payments like $600 a month, right? Or $1,000 a month to get that out of our, out of our lives, right? So that, that would be a reason. Yes, there's no interest, but you're paying for holding that loan out. You are paying your price. Does that make sense? Okay, so this was my debt back in the day. So what I would do here is I would probably, I have what I also offer is an amortization schedule. So I'm gonna keep this really simple and I'm gonna say, okay, that $98,000 has an average interest rate of, you know, 8%, right? Because some of those interest rates for the student loans are six, five and 6%. And then we've got my car loan that's maybe 5%. And then we've got these credit cards that are higher. I'm just going to say an average of 8%. However, what you can do is you can just separate these out and do uh, do two, two of them and to just like add them together. It's kind of hard to explain. I don't want to go too deep to where anyone's getting confused. So I'm just going to make this very simplified, right? So say your average interest rate is 8%. This is le at least giving you an idea of what your payments would need to be to get you out of debt by a certain time, okay? Um, so say you've got $98,000 worth of debt and if I wanna get out of this debt within six years, it would be an extra $1,600 that I'd need to pay. I'm sorry, I lied because I'm gonna change this to 8% interest. So it would be $1,700 that I would need to pay every month to get out of debt within six years. Now, uh, lots of things, were got really, really radical um, with me. And then once I married my husband, we got really radical together where we lived on way less than we made. You know, like we did not get those extra. We just didn't go extra for a while. However, we did go extra on certain things such as our wedding and things that we wanted to prioritize. But when we when it came down to getting serious about paying down the debt, you know, we were putting two to three thousand dollars a month towards the debt to get it knocked out fast. And not everybody can do that at the same level. You know, everybody's everybody's level and everybody's thing is different. The important thing here is living on less than you make so that you can create that profit in those margins so that you can get out of debt faster. OK, I don't know what your circumstances are. When we talk, you can certainly you can certainly um, ask me all those questions and I can help you with that. So if I wanted to get out of debt in four years, it would be 2,300. Say I have a client that has $15,000 in debt. Average interest rate is, say it's just a car loan. They have a car loan and it's 4% interest. And we wanna knock that car loan out fast, say like in one year. Oops, one year, haha. <laughs> that would be $1,200 per month. Say we wanted to get it done in two years that would be $651 per month. So say this is, you don't have debt. So say you want to have a home down payment and you've already decided on what amount of home you want and about you already know what you're approved for for your interest and you've got some information that you've already researched, right? And so you know that you want $50,000 
to pay towards a home down payment. Okay. We know there's no interest here because you're not paying interest on, you're just getting, you're just compiling cash, right? But this amortization schedule will also help you with that. You want to save $50,000, zero interest. You want to save it in two years. You need to save $2,000 every month in two years. There's your, there's your sinking fund strategy. Um, wow, it is storming here. Okay, I'm back, I'm back, I'm back. Did that resonate or help or give somebody some, I don't know, excitement or did you get a visceral response? Are you scared? Are you like, oh shit, I have to really look at my debt? Good. Because, you know, the scary stuff is, what is what's gonna get us to grow. The things that make us really, really uncomfortable. I was not comfortable with writing down all my debts. I was scared to death. But once I did, I found, I learned very quickly that the anxiety that I had, the overwhelm that I had before I had actually done the work was much worse, much bigger. I know I had six figures in debt. So that sounds really shitty and scary, doesn't it? But my anxiety and my overwhelm of not knowing the unknown was far worse than the real reality of what I had going on. So yeah, we set our destination today, right? So we're getting in the car. When we think about doing a journey, we're getting in the car, we're putting our seatbelt on, we're in the driver's seat. What we did in our first session was we kind of took ownership of the wheel and we said, okay, I'm on the map and I know, I know where I'm at on the map. I know where I'm at today. You know, I'm on route 66, whatever. That's where I'm at, okay? In step two, we said, okay, I'm going to turn the ignition on, all right? And I'm going to, you know, really own this and I'm going to prepare myself to drive. I'm going to pack the car, right? And that's, that's you know, finding out what our money's, you know, what's going on with our money and becoming aware. And then now we are, we're setting our destination in the GPS and we're going to start driving soon. I love you all so much and I'll be talking to you very soon. I want to thank you so much for taking the time to listen to this podcast. If you loved it, send it to a girlfriend or send it to five or 10. That would mean the world to me. You can also find me on Instagram at Financial Fixer and feel free to tag me there too. So until next time, my friend, show your future self some love and spend with the end in mind.